Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the Vondren Legal Hour with attorney Steve Vondren. Licensed to practice law in California and Arizona, the business and real estate success podcast. Following is general legal information only and is not legal advice. And now, here's attorney Steve. All wow. right, boy. Boy, what was that? Boy, will that wake you up in the morning. How are you there today, everybody? Welcome to the Vondren Legal Hour with attorney Steve Vondren, licensed to practice law in California and Arizona, and I am joined by today for the one and only Frontline Lisi. Are you out there? Yes, I am. Good morning. Yeah, that definitely oh, was wow. I was, uh I had dozed off a bit, and let me tell you, you don't need coffee. You just need your introduction. That's correct. That's exactly right. Now you're talking. See, that's how we do it here. We pump you up. We tell you about the business and real estate issues that are affecting you in California and Arizona and some federal law. And today we are talking about BSA audits, not BS audits. Some some would call it BS audits. But uh, what what is BSA? <laughs> do you know what BSA is, Frontline? I actually, I actually don't. I know it's uh, relating to, um, you know, getting audited, uh, but that's, I don't know what it stands for. Do, uh, do tell. Okay. Well, see, this show is for everybody, even people like you that are on the front lines dealing with our clients and businesses and people that are looking for legal assistance. So let's talk about it. Let's get right into it. BSA, Business Software Alliance. Now, basically what the Business Software Alliance is is a bunch of software technology type companies like Dell and Microsoft, Apple, um, Adobe, Symantec, a bunch of other companies. If you need a full list of the companies, I have them on my website at internetlawyer.tv. So check that out, internetlawyer.tv. But what it is is they've got together and they basically protect um, themselves from copyright infringement and copyright piracy, and obviously that's a big issue and has been a big issue on the Internet for a long time. And not just on the Internet. Some of these issues we're talking about are are basically just internal software that companies install on their their desktops, on their laptops, you know, things like that, where they're downloading software. And, of course, as we all know, you need to pay for your software. You need to pay for your licenses. You need to pay for your seats. Um, If you remember, sometimes you have – software that is um, paid for by the seat, like Salesforce, um, you know, right. those kinds of companies where you need to pay for your seats. So the, the Business Software Alliance is concerned with people paying for what they're making, their products. And so that's really just a, a general overview of what it is. So what's going on, though, and things that we've seen are what we call these BSA audit letters, Basically, when you get a letter from a law firm saying you need to do a self-audit of your software and let us know, give us proof of what's on each of your computers and let us know that you paid for it, we need, some, we need proof. So that's what's going on. And, you know, we, we say let some me ask people, you a question. Yeah. How, how, do you, how do you get proof? How do you give them proof? Well, the proof they're looking for is the proof of your sales receipts. They want to see that you have 
actually paid for it. They don't want your CD covers. They don't want your license keys. They want proof of sales invoices from licensed, authorized resellers. They want to make sure it's the proper party that's selling you this stuff and that you have actually paid for it. So getting together your, you know, one, doing a, an inventory of the types of software that you have, and two, showing the proof. And so I tell people, you know, it's just like your, your tax and accounting records. You want to save all your receipts. You know, it's the old saying, save your receipts. And, it, you know, it's real important. It's like I say, I buy, I buy pictures that I use on my websites when I'm making my blog, and I have proof of all the pictures that I've bought and you save them just in case these types of things happen. So I know it's a laborious process sometimes to, to keep everything, but there should be someone at your office, the CTO possibly, uh, somebody that handles your receipts, and make sure you keep these in a very safe area, possibly even in a locked area, because you know we've heard stories where – Basically, you would have an employee, a disgruntled employee, want to steal those um, receipts, the proof that you have, the very proof that you have that they're looking for, the BSA, when they come and do an audit, that, you, that they'll take those and basically try to eliminate the proof that they're using the software legally. And I don't know if you know about this, but you know, they, are, and they have, and I'm not sure if they're currently, but I know there have been ads run by the BSA, which talk about, you know, you know, turn in your employer. You know, you could be entitled to cash rewards. And from what I understand, they have been as high as $200,000. So you can you think about how many dis- – No, no, that's the whole point. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's shocking, I agree. But it's, it's their attempt. It's sort of like the war on, uh, war on privacy. It's, excuse me, the war on piracy. And so, you know, when you have a disgruntled employee or somebody sitting around not making the money they think they should be making at their office and they say, huh, you know, maybe we're using software illegally. I know somebody in the back room there just installed something off the Internet and uh, I don't think they paid for it, you know, and it's one of these BSA members. I mean, you can see where these – you can see how these problems would surface, I think, is the important Uh thing. And um, that's that's, that's what we wanted to talk. Yeah, that's what we want to talk about today in our in our well, business show. Well, can I ask here. you a question? So, so who who mans this? I mean, it's like it's just a random bunch of a group of of companies that say we're, this is what we're going to do. I mean, who's who oversees this? Well, I mean, when you say who oversees it, is it's a private? It is a private group of companies that got together. I mean, any any businesses can get together and form an alliance, if you will. That that's basically what it is. And, you know, the getting together and, you know, have certain issues that are important to your alliance. And, and this is one of them. And, and so what they're trying to do is basically get the word out. And, you know, as I tell people, copyright law, this falls under the, the realm of copyright law, copyright infringement. But, you know, copyright law is an interesting thing. And, we're, you know, we're seeing more of these types of cases, which is why we're talking more about these now, is, you know, these companies coming after individuals using the U.S. copyright law to basically say, look, you're, you're out of compliance and uh, you're using my pictures or my videos or my music or my software. All, the, all those items are copyrighted items, okay? And we've talked about this on other shows. Any creative work of expression, including software, 
that's fixed in a tangible medium of expression is subject to copyright laws, whether or not it's registered right, with the United States Copyright Office. Now, when you're dealing with these types of software, with these types of companies, very, very large um, companies, you know, their stuff's all going to be copyrighted, you know, just without exception. But, you know, so when you're, they wave the copyright law around and you start looking at it, you know, it's the, same, it's the same notice you see when you turn on a movie. And what's the first thing you right. see when you turn on a movie? And if yeah, you steal this, you copyright copy this, <laughs> you could go to jail for five years. So just enjoy the movie. But, you know, and, and so those are, the, those are the issues that businesses are facing. So that's a good question. Okay, but here's another question. So, so let's say I, I get the letter, I get the, the dreaded love letter um, from, I, I'm assuming it comes from a law firm or whomever. So what if I say, yeah, piss off and I throw it away? Well, you can do that, but realize if, if the information is based on an informant and somebody says, look, I was there, I can document, I would swear under oath, that this was the case, I mean, that's enough probable cause to, and enough good faith grounds to file a lawsuit. So, I mean, by, wow. to me, by throwing it away, you know, sure, there's always a chance they go away and you never hear from them again and it's, oh, well, you know, you know, we couldn't get them or they didn't respond, but there's also a chance they say, oh, okay, you know, why don't we follow one of our boilerplate Complaints, and now you're in a now you're a defendant in a federal copyright lawsuit. So you really have to think about it, and this is why it's so important. If you get what we call the love letter, to give us a call, let us take a look at it. Let's discuss your situation in confidence, and you can do you can do your own internal review. We can help you with an internal review of your your systems and your softwares and try to see where you are. Are you compliant? Are you partially compliant? Are you good faith compliant? Are you completely using software that you have no business using? So, you know, these are the types of things. Every case is different. So you really need to talk to an attorney before you would ever think about just putting it in the shredder. So I, I get your point where that may seem like an attractive option to sweep it under the rug and hope it goes away. Um, but you know that could that could find you in a in a copyright lawsuit just the same. So basically, what you're saying is is that if you get that letter, you better make sure you take care of it, or you're basically you're you're probably going to be put yourself in a worse situation or position. Well, yeah, and exactly, and it could could make things worse. You know, if you're going to go run and try to then quick pay for copies, you know, that may not necessarily help you. If you're going to go delete offending copies. That may not necessarily help you. There are ways to, as we know, and watching some of the criminal cases that we've seen where they can recover deleted items from your computer if it becomes an issue. So like I said, I, I don't think, in my, in my opinion, just generally speaking here, that, that shredding the letter is the best route. Um, I don't think most things you read, most people that are uh, experts in this area, I don't, I don't know that they would tell you to just shred it and hope it goes away. I, I get the strategy and, and this, that, and the other, but, you know, if you're, if you're compliant, if you're in good faith and you're, you do a good review and you've kept receipts and you can have proof of what you have, I mean, that's definitely going to minimize your exposure. But, like I said, those things need to be looked at, and, and I would take the time and call, a, you know, a, a copyright and business lawyer like ourselves 
and go through these issues and see what we need to what we need to do and how we, how we can best respond to try to minimize the exposure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just I mean it just it seems like there's like so many of these. I mean we've gotten calls from people, you know, not even just this scenario but other scenarios, pictures that somebody's used, and you know, unfortunately we just. We think that you know we're doing nothing wrong. I mean, years ago that was not a problem, but it's like all of a sudden, it's a problem for everything. I agree. And hold that thought, and we'll be right back to respond to that. The law offices of Stephen C. Vondren is a business, real estate, and intellectual property law firm. When your assets are on the line, call Attorney Steve. From corporate services and contracts to high-stakes litigation, we've got your back. Call us at 877-276-5084 or find us on the web at attorneysteve.net. That's attorneysteve.net. Okay. Are you there, Frontline? So I'll tell you what, that commercial does not does not uh, pair... Para, even with the introduction, I have to say. What, you mean this one? <laughs> and welcome to the Vondren Legal Hour with attorney Steve Vondren. Licensed to practice law in California and Arizona. I totally agree that with you. One, that's wasn't... the one I'm talking about. Yeah, that's right. That's putting some, some muscle behind the hustle. So, that's yeah, terrible. you're right. And this is... These are growing issues. You know, there's a growing use of the Internet. Uh, there's more businesses relying on software to get things done and so many more tools available. There's, you know, when you think in the world of copyright, you think about the types of things that can be copyrighted, books, music, software. Um, I was reading the other day that jokes, jokes can be copyrighted. So next thing you know, people are going to be suing each other over jokes, saying that's a copyrighted joke. I mean, it was an original work that I put in a tangible form, and you're using my joke up on stage to make money. I'm going to sue you. I mean, so as we get into a, this global economy that we're in, where, you know, everybody's fighting for money, everybody's fighting for market share, these are the types of issues that surface. And the copyright law, being what it is with, with statutory damages and actual damages, uh, ability to try and seek attorney fees, I mean, just these, these, these damages that could be huge. Um, it, the, the copyright law, unfortunately, is, is powerful and can be used as a weapon by someone that even is, we've seen it even as little and subtle as a tiny picture somebody may use on a website, you know, without any knowledge. So, you know, you really have to be careful out there in business now. It's not just like, hey, you know, I'm gonna, I saw a neat picture on Google. I'm going to use it. Hey, I downloaded a product without reading the licensing agreement, and, uh, you know, I didn't know that the licensing was running out. I, I really didn't know. I mean, there's so many different types of software licenses, the end-user agreements, that, you know, you may want to have them reviewed before you click I agree. You know, everybody clicks on those buttons without reading it, I think. I mean, is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. No, no question, for sure. You know, because you see these terms, and they're, what, 10 pages long, and you go, well, I'm not going to sit here and read all this. I just want to get this software so I can you know, save my PDF file, that's all. But, you know, that's mm-hmm. a license, and they hold you to it. 
And it's those licensing agreements that say, you know, we can come in and audit you. So, you know, you have to be really careful about what's going on here. And, you know, to, to a certain extent, you would hope that the, the, the goodwill of these businesses would prevent them from getting aggressive and trying to, you know, sweep the marketplace and, and do these kinds of letters. But, you know, on one hand, you have copyrights, and on one hand, you have the ability to say, hey, you know, that's, you only paid for this, and you're using it for this, or you're using this and you didn't even pay for it. So, I mean, there is, there is the other side of the coin here. So, again, these are real important issues, and if you're facing, if you're saying to yourself, well, maybe we should review our licenses and see what they, what they say, you know, we can get in as, as copyright and software lawyer, business lawyer, we can get in and look at those licenses. We can review those for you. We can help you with audits. We have a company that we can use that will come in and set you up and do an internal audit of your softwares, and we can respond to these sorts of BSA uh, legal demand letters and, and so forth and so on. So at any rate, that's really the show. That's really what we're talking about today, but it's an interesting topic that I think every business should be aware of, and that includes our real estate clients, our brokers out there you know, downloading software and using things to help them promote their, their business brokers and the real estate brokers. Oh, it, just, it just seems like every organization, whether it's real estate, whether it's software, whether whatever it is, they have the ability to come audit you, come investigate what you have, what you're doing, what you're not doing. I mean, it's almost like it, Big Brother is everywhere, and it's kind of scary if you think about you know what what's going on. I mean, because this is like the calls we get are people that are being investigated by somebody. Yeah, that's a good point. And you know, when you say when you say Big Brother, it's you know there are there have been raids where the U.S. Marshals Office has got in with these big companies uh, where it where it's appropriate. And there have been big raids and there have been big fines um, and things like that. So you know, it, again, there's you you have the war on drugs, which is which is going. And you know, I I don't know how much and how much there is a return on that investment. I understand the war, but, you know, when you get into this area where it's a war on piracy, and this is literally not just the United States, this is international. You have uh, countries all over the place. Everybody's got different copyright laws, and in some countries they think it's okay to, to copy and distribute and even sell somebody else's software. And um, so, you know, you've got to understand that there, there is a legitimate business reason why these big companies have to monitor and see what's going on and this and that and want those rights to audit um, because, you know, there's, there's big money. They, they're a business. They, they wrote their products. They're entitled to a profit. You know, it's their business. But, yeah, there are cases where, where the U.S. Marshal and I, I suspect other entities that get involved in, in these raids. So, you know, it, it's a serious issue, and I think that if anything else, that this show would hopefully bring some awareness and make people think twice about being lackadaisical or laissez-faire about their software licenses and their receipts and keeping good, accurate records of your, of your IT stuff, what you're doing in, in those areas. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, I, like every, I mean, any website you go to, you put. They ask for your email. You put. Agree to the terms. Nobody reads the terms. The terms are the small print. You need a magnifying glass to even read them. And you know, it's it's crazy because we just all click it. We don't even think twice about it. 
And, you know, obviously we need to start thinking twice about it. Yeah, we do. We really do. And you know, like I said, those are what they call click wrap. Uh, used to be shrink wrap. Remember, you used to get the uh, the big terms of service in your – remember when they used to mail you the disc or you'd buy the disc? Yeah. At the, uh, yep. they used to, you'd get the big long terms of policies and – it would be right there in your shrink wrap, and they used, so they used to call that mm-hmm. shrink wrap agreements. And now on the web, it's called click wrap. So you click wow. it, and it's yeah. it's your it's your you're agreeing to this, and of course they track all that. So anyway, so we won't belabor the point, but if you need help, you need a good business copyright lawyer, internet, e-business, new media. Those are the types of cases we handle, of course, in addition to our real estate practice that we have, and. Uh, but, yeah, that's uh, the topic of the day. Pass the word around. Be careful with what you're doing. There are legal obligations when you're using somebody else's products and licensing their software, as, you, as they say. So um, right. bear that in mind. We're here to help. Frontline Lisi, thank you so much for joining us. I know the, the public has been just, just going crazy saying, where's Frontline Lisi? We haven't heard from her in a while. Frontline Lisi has been too busy. <laughs> She's been too busy, right, which is a good thing. So anyway, we appreciate you joining us. That's it, everybody. Go out there, make your dreams happen, conquer your business, find your passion, get it done, and when you run into speed bumps or road bumps of a legal nature, give Attorney Steve a call. You can find me on the web at internetlawyer.tv. That's internetlawyer.tv, my main website, attorneysteve.net, or call us, frontline where? Eight seven seven two seven six five zero eight four. Wow, you really pack a punch. Well done. That's right. Eight seven seven two seven six five zero eight four. This has been General Legal Information, Copyright two thousand fourteen, the law office of Stephen C. Vondren, licensed practice law in California and Arizona. This is an advertisement and communication. Feel free to share this video, not video, this podcast on your social media networks. Give us a link back to attorneysteve.net. Do us a favor. We'd love it. Thank you again so much for listening. We'll be back again. Let's go out with the the show intro. See you later. And welcome to the Vondren Legal Hour with attorney Steve Vondren. Licensed to practice law in California and Arizona. The business and real estate success podcast. Following is general legal information only and is not legal advice. And now, here's Attorney Steve!